make goosebumps on my back. <laughs> and and uh, uh, I want to read from Psalm 139 and 7. It said, Whether shall I go from thy spirit? In other words, where can I flee? Where can I go? Where can I hide to get away from God? It said, or whether shall I flee from thy presence? The Bible said, behold, the eye of the Lord goes to and fro throughout all the earth, beholding the good and evil of men. You can run, but you can't hide. You can't get away from God. And it said, if I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. It said, if I make my bed in hell. Behold, thou art there. You may be seated. I want to, before I get into my subject this morning, I want to encourage this church in your bus ministry. I really, really do. I just I want to say my assistant pastor that, that's taking care of the church right now while I'm gone and has been uh, my full-time assistant for several years and even pastored one of our branch works. Uh, uh, we we won him to God from the bus ministry. Uh, from the bus, I'm talking about just the raw bus ministry. Praise God, and 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 the bus ministry is something that you got to stay at and keep at, and it, it's got its ups and downs and, and and whatever. And this year we're really having a harvest from our bus ministry. You got, we've had twenty three. Filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus' name. But that's a lot of work and that's a lot of years and that's a lot of money and that's a lot of seasons. And you just got to stay at it, but it pays off. In fact, this last Sunday night, I was in service in Truth Tabernacle, our church, Fresno, last Sunday night. And I noticed over here praying, there was a young, nice-looking young Hispanic lady with a beautiful little child. And, and she, she came to the altar and she was praying. And I said, how did you find out about us? Or how did you know about us? She said, I used to ride your Sunday school bus. It, it, it pays off. Now, it, it pays off. It's not, I, I'm making it sound real good and it is real good. But I want to mix into this mix. It's a lot of work. But stay, I want to, in, be not weary in well-doing. For in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Thank God for these young people and children that are here uh, this morning from the bus ministry. I, I, I could tell you story after story. But I want to talk to you for just a few moments this morning on a subject that I really don't want to talk about. On a subject that, that I really don't like to think about. On a subject that, that, that I wish I, I didn't have to believe it. But I've got to believe it. Because it's in the word of the Lord. And that is, the scripture says, he said, if I make my bed in hell. I want to talk to you just this morning on the subject, there is a hell. There is a hell. Now, when we get on this subject of hell, a lot of times the saints, the saints think, well, this is for the unsaved. But I want to tell you what we need in Pentecost. We need an old-fashioned. Renewing a fear that there is a hell. I said we need an old-fashioned 
renewing of fear that there is a hell. I'm going to open my heart for just a second here. I wish that I did not have to believe there was a hell. I wish there was not a place called hell. I, 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 I wish that, that, that I could just talk about heaven and, and everybody's going to heaven. But I want to tell you, everybody is not going to heaven. Everybody is not going to heaven. And, and there is a hell. And let me tell you, we saints of God need an old-fashioned renewing of a fear that there is a hell. I, when I sit down and I meditate on it sometime and I think about it, Von Morton, me, Von Morton, I could be lost and go to hell. I could lose out with God after many years of preaching the gospel and, and pastoring and, and involved in the work of God. I, I want you to know, Brother White, I could, I, I could trip up and, and I could be lost. And, and I'll tell you, when I think about it, you can say, well, ah, man, you're not man enough. You're just a chicken. I may not be man enough and I may be just a chicken. But I'm telling you what, I'm scared to death of hell. I'm scared to death of hell. I don't want to go to hell. I'm telling you without going into the scriptures that in the Bible, in the Bible you can find out that there is a place uh, called hell. And hell is burning with fire and there is a place called eternity and we're all going to spend eternity somewhere every man and every woman and every teenager and every boy and every girl that's in this tabernacle this morning every one of us is going to boy it puts the fear of God in my soul every one of us is going to spend eternity somewhere there's no place called uh, that's in between. There's no purgatory. Uh, no, 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 no. Every one of us in here today, we're going to go to heaven and live forever with Jesus Christ or every one of us is going to go to hell and spend eternity in the flames of hell. There is a hell according to the Bible. I could take you into a long discourse in Bible study this morning but I choose not uh, to do that but the Bible uh, the Bible says this and I'm reading from the word of the Lord said there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day and there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table moreover the dogs came and licked his sores this is in the Bible I'm reading from the word of God and the Bible said it came to pass that the beggar died it, it it doesn't make any difference if you're a beggar or if you're a rich man if you're a poor man it makes no difference uh, rich men poor men in between it doesn't make any difference what race if you're a living human being everybody's going to spend eternity somewhere and it's going to be in heaven or hell and the Bible said the, the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom and the rich man also died and was buried and the very next verse said in hell he lifted up his eyes being in 
torment. Being in torment. And the Bible said he cried. And let me just drop this in. You can, uh, you can say, well, I'm not going to pray. I'm not going to cry out. It's either cry here and cry now and pray now. Or when you get to hell, you're going to cry out. You're going to pray in hell. But once we get to hell, it's too late to pray. It's too late uh, to cry out. The Bible said, and he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Let me tell you, there is mercy here today, but there's no mercy in hell. And send Lazarus that he may dip just the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I'm tormented in this flame. There's the word torment again. Twice tormented in this flame. Oh, oh, oh. You say, but how can God be uh, such a mean God and an unjust and unfair? God's not mean and God's not unjust and God's not unmerciful. You know why? Because God is here this morning and God is giving you in mercy and goodness and kindness. He's giving you a chance this morning to repent of your sins and to be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If God was unmerciful, if God was unjust, if God uh, uh, was unkind, He wouldn't give you this opportunity. So right now, there's a warning going out in this service. There is a hell and you have a chance to repent and you have a chance to get right with God. If you go to hell, it's your choice. It's your choosing. He's going to give you an opportunity this morning to be saved. Let's raise our hands and cry out for the mercy of God. Oh God, move in this place this morning. God, give us souls. 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 Oh, there's a hell. There's a hell. And I'm going to tell you the spirit that I feel in my heart this morning. I, I really feel this way. I feel like I'm, I'm standing between, between you and hell. And I'm trying to stop you. Please don't go to hell. Please don't be lost. Please. I'm telling you, there's a pleading in my soul, in my spirit. I feel the spirit of the Lord God pleading through me this morning. One time, about one or two o'clock in the morning, Brother Paul Price and my son Nathan, and Nathan uh, was just a, a young boy then, but he was with us. And Brother Price and I had been somewhere, and we stopped in Selma, California, just before we got to Fresno to eat something. And some things you just remember, it was at a, in those days, we had, called Jay's Restaurant. And we went in there, and we were eating. And somebody, and I just saw him out of the corner of my eye, but I wouldn't pay no attention. And somebody was sitting up at the counter. And all at once, they came over to where we were at and just pushed up against the table and said, Do you remember me? And I looked up. And, and I hadn't saw the, and it took, a, it took a, a bit to remember. And, and yes, I'll tell you the last time I, yes. And I said, sit down. And, and he sat down. And, 
That was Brother Price. That was my son Nathan and myself. And, and, and we got to talking. And I said, the last time I saw you, the last time I saw you, I, I, I was preaching for Brother Jimmy Davis. And I said, the last time I saw you, Brother Davis took you out to Highway 99. And he let you out. And you hitchhiked on to where you were going. That's the last time I saw you. Now, you've got to understand this young man. He was born and raised in Pentecost. His mother was a Jesus name apostolic woman in Brother Howard Davis' church. Brother Howard Davis was his uncle. Brother Lee Davis was his uncle. Brother Harvey Davis was his uncle. Brother Jimmy Davis was his uncle. His mother lived for God. And, and, and I was preaching for Brother Jimmy Davis. And, and he came to service. And Brother Davis, after service that Sunday morning, we went out to eat. And Brother Davis, Brother Davis brought, bought him a meal. And he said, Uncle Jimmy, he said, I got to go on. And, and, and we took him out to Highway 99, and he got out, and he hitchhiked to where he was going on. Since then, I understand he'd been in prison, whatever, and so forth. And we talked about what had happened in his life. And he talked about, and he began to weep, and he talked about, he talked about, he talked about the way he was raised, and his mother, and whatever, and so forth, and so on. And you know what he said? These words I will never forget. He said, you know why I'm in the trouble I'm in? And you know why my life is like it is? He said, because I never listened to my mother. And then he added these words. He said, because I never listened to my mother. And he dropped his head. And he said, and in the end, I will probably go. I'm going to tell you, we don't want to be in a church like this. We don't want to be in the presence of God like this and not listen. <laughs> oh, the greatest tragedy in life is to be in a church like this, or around a church like this, or come into the presence of God like, ooh, that we can feel so strong, and in the end go to hell. Nobody in this place wants to go to hell. Nobody in this place means to go to hell. Everybody here means, and I'm, I'm going to get right, I'm going to get right, I'm going to get right. But to this day, I don't know if Paul is right. I don't know where he's at. I don't know if he's still hitchhiking. I don't know if he's in prison. I don't know where he's at. But all oh, those words came ringing to me this morning. And in the end, I will probably go to hell. Please, this morning, young people. Please, backslider. Please, children. Please, saints of God. Let's don't go to hell in the end. Let's raise our hands and ask God to move right now. Let's ask God to move right now. God in Jesus' name. Let's ask God to move. Ask conviction to come. Dear God in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 
I'm telling you, God's trying to reach somebody this morning. When brother, when brother Hearn got up and read that text, I couldn't believe it. Let me tell you another story. I pastored in Fresno many years ago. A sister, and uh, she's in Brother Don Heiler's church now. But at that time, I was pastoring her, and 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 her husband wasn't saved. She had a daughter in the church that was saved, and she had another daughter in the church that was had two daughters in the church that was saved. Uh, but she had three boys, as wild and woolly, wild, and, and her husband wasn't living for God. And 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 so it was. One day, I got a call. And said, rush to the hospital. Rush to the hospital. Said, Tommy, Tommy has taken an overdose. And when I got to the hospital and I walked in, he was dead. Born and raised around the church. Oh, yeah. And so we talked and. They said, well, they're going to take his body down to a certain funeral home and so forth and so on. And I said, okay, I'll meet you there at 3 o'clock. Some things you just don't forget. 3 o'clock was the time. I remember walking in uh, just a little before 3. Oh, God, I can hear it today. And off as I stepped in that funeral home, off to the left, I, I can still hear a mother I'm going to tell you, mamas and daddies, we better weep for our children now. We better weep for our children now. And I I stepped in there and I heard her. And I remember walking over, uh, walking down that little hall. And there was, there she was sitting there on a bench and just weeping. There was her unsaved husband sitting beside her, not knowing what to do. And, uh, and sometimes it's hard to be a preacher. Sometimes it's hard to know what to say. What do you do? What do you do? And I just got out on my... <laughs> I just got out on my knees. I could still see those tears dripping off the, her chin. And I got out on the floor... And I looked up into her face and I said, Sister Williams, I said, everything will be all right. And what I meant was everything. We'll get by this. We'll get past this. We'll get beyond this. We'll get over this some way. I didn't know what else to say. And that mother looking down into my face and those tears, and I'm not exaggerating, falling off her face. And she looked into my face. (laughs) Oh, God, I'll never forget. And she said, Brother Morton, Brother Morton, she said, it will never be all right because Tommy is in hell. It will never, never be all right because Tommy is in hell. Oh, I feel a strong, a strong urge of the Spirit here this morning. 
It will never be all right because Tommy is in hell. <laughs> oh, let's stand to our feet this morning. Let's lift our hands and let's ask God to move. Is there anybody that wants to come to this altar and pray? Is there any of you teenagers? Is there any of you children? Is there any of you boys and girls? Any of you mamas and daddies? <laughs> Is anybody wanting to come and pray? Oh, saints, don't get so engrossed in your praying that you overlook some of these unsaved young people or people that might be here this morning. Let's pray with people. Let's look around. Is, is there anybody that needs help this morning? Is there anybody that needs your prayer this morning? Saying of God, we should have come here saved. Oh, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Let's help somebody pray. Help these visitors. Help these boys and girls. Help these bus children, these teenagers. Oh, God, give us soul. Ah, God. Ah, God. God moved this morning. God moved this morning. Move this morning. Ha! Glory to God. Oh, God, let your spirit come. Let your spirit move right now. Let your spirit move, Lord. Touch these young people. God, never ever let them forget the presence of God that's here. Oh, God, move in our midst, Lord. Thank you for your touch, Lord. God, touch these young people. God, touch these children. God, plant a seed in the heart. Ah, touch them, Lord. Touch them, Lord. That's it. Find somebody to pray for. Find somebody to pray with. God, I don't want to be lost.
Ah, seek the Lord. Oh, seek the Lord. Seek the Lord, church. Seek the Lord while it may be found. Call upon Him while He's near. God, give us souls. God, give us souls. Thank God for this move. God, touch the hearts of these children. God, give us souls. God, give us souls. God, give us souls. Lord for your touch. Thank you Lord for your mercy. Itaboria sandala katabahoshaya. Touch hearts, Lord. Touch spirits. Itaboria sanda kotoroboria saya.
Ah, God moved this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near.
Ah, God. My God, touch your saints, Lord. Touch your saints, Lord. Touch your saints, Lord. Touch your saints, Lord. Touch us, 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 Lord. 